Hello, everyone. We're the Conscious Cowboys. You have Madison. And Tess. And I'm still loving this name. I know. I love it. I'm so in love with it. It's so fun to say the Conscious Cowboys. It's so fun to dress up like it, too. Exactly. If you don't own a pair of cowboy boots, whether you're male, female, or don't identify with either, please get yourself a pair. Yes. I feel like I had an aversion to them for so long. And now that I own two pairs, yes, two, I feel so spicy in them and fun and cute. It took me a second to get over where they hit on the calf. Not going to lie. (laughs) Madison and I both have like nicely toned legs and that's nice. Yeah. And standing in the cowboy boots made our calves engage. Yes. Which then made them, when your muscles engage, they get bigger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. They look the same size from the knee down <laughs> to your foot. That's it. That's all I got to say about it. And guess what? We didn't do anything about it. We just got the fuck over it. Yeah, because it still looks good. And you know what? And now we love the cowboy boots. And I'm so glad we did Me not. Me too. I'm very glad them. we cut them. But anyway, so today's episode is about staying focused on you in a world that tries to draw the attention away from ourselves into other avenues. And like it takes lots of twists and turns. We kind of cover a plethora of examples, talk about what we are personally going through when it Mm -hmm. comes to this. We hit on social media a bit here and there throughout and by a bit here and there throughout. I mean, kind of a lot because it's very consuming and very relevant to this topic. Yes. And this episode is kind of a whirlwind. I feel like today we're doing the best we can of recording a podcast because we want to show up for ourselves and for listeners. And it's a very real convo that kind of goes through uh, everything. (laughs) Yeah. And if you expect us to have a script written out for each episode... Jokes it on ain't you. Happening. <laughs> we show up as our best selves with what we've got each time we come to record. And so you're literally getting like the most raw, unfiltered yes. versions of us. And you either love it or hate it. Yeah, it's basically you are acting as a fly in the room with us as we are having a conversation with one another. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Except flies are kind of gross. Cute fly. I've never met a cute fly. Ah, uh, that's very false. There are some very There's cute some flies. There's some cute ones. Okay, good. Everyone's cute. Let's get into the episode. <laughs> okay, so the basis of all of this, like the reason we're even going here right now is because we have been experiencing kind of like overload and fatigue when it comes to how to live life and what's best. And it kind of touches on the wellness trends thing, but it's different because it's not like we're strategically trying to engage with a trend. It's more so like we are not only seeing so much on social media about what's available in terms of how to live your life when it comes to skincare and food and fitness and clothes, all that, but it also comes down to just literal, your real life social influence, right? Mm -hmm. Of, you know, you're hanging out with a friend and they're telling you about their new keto lifestyle and how it's working well for them. And it seems like, you know, what could go wrong? They're loving it. And then, so you start to feel like, uh, do I, do I need to try it? Yeah. I don't know. There's just, it's just at a certain point, it's kind of like, it's too much. Yeah. It's very overwhelming. And 
that's why this episode is stay focused on you. I feel like saying that while we're talking about this is like when they when you're watching a film and then you know that they're going to say the title of the film in the movie. <laughs> you know, you're just like waiting for it and yeah. then it happens. Yeah. Uh, but Tess and I were trying to create or I guess come up with a podcast for today and we were just voicing our not struggles, but just our challenges that are occurring in our life lately. And of course, we listened to our bodies. We went for a walk. And this idea of staying focused on you and kind of shutting out the external noise was birthed on our walk. And we wanted to talk about it. Well, let's start there. Why don't we start with what is like going on in our lives right now that's pushing us to even have this conversation? Okay. So I will start. Yeah, go ahead. So I think that, well, I'm just feeling very overwhelmed recently, not even just by the podcast that we're doing or the Conscious Cowboys or anything, because I love that and I love creating new things with you and it's just very fun. But I am overwhelmed with school, which I'm not going to get into because it's the same old crap and sort of where I am in my health journey right now. And it's not that I'm feeling unhealthy or anything. I'm just not feeling my best. And I think that it stemmed, it started at the beginning of this year, sort of when COVID broke out and we had to be quarantined. I feel like I was kind of in this fight or flight state for a long time and I just didn't know it, which is why I was not getting an adequate amount of sleep, really. I was getting few hours every night. I would go to bed at maybe 2 a.m. and then wake up at 6 and be ready to freaking sprint out the door and not knowing why, but I think I was just super stressed and about the situation of the world. Kind of like on autopilot, right? Yes. And I, even though we had so much time to be at home and be with ourselves, I kind of wasn't allowing that space for me to kind of listen to my body and see what was going on. So I was just kind of working out too much. I wasn't feeling my body right. And now I'm feeling the effects of that. And I don't like it. (laughs) So I'm trying to tailor my lifestyle to basically practicing what I preach. So that is what happened. And that's how this conversation stemmed or what it stemmed from. Yeah. And then for me, it was more so like I got uh, the health diagnosis of PCOS And then like naturally all the stress of being unemployed and all that came into play. And so then there's that. And then I'm spending probably more time than I ever have on social media, which is something that goes against what I preach because I'm really someone who doesn't like it a whole lot. So Mm -hmm. I'm surprised at how much I've consumed over the past few months in terms of media. And I just feel like I'm at a point now where I have tried so many different avenues in each category. When it comes to skincare, I, you know, was seeing one facialist and then I tried, you know, these products and then I tried these products and now I'm seeing someone else and I'm like, Kate, I'm exhausted on that level. Mm -hmm. And then with the supplements I'm taking for PCOS, I'm like, at what point do these work? How am I going to know if these are tangible results? And then, you know, we're talking clothes, how I'm like, okay, I, don't really have anywhere to wear my clothes, but also like these clothes I don't even like anymore. I don't like, now I'm being targeted for new clothes. I want those. Like it was just on every level. I'm like, holy crap, I'm tapping out. Mm -hmm. I'm consuming too much. There's way, there's so much out there 
that I'm being fed in terms of what I should be wearing, what I should be taking for supplements and vitamins, what skincare I should be using, like you name it, I'm being fed it and we all are being fed it and I'm tapping out. I don't want to engage anymore and not that I'm jumping off social media, but from here on out, it's kind of like my stake and I'm going to be really conscious about what I consume, how I consume it and how I let it affect me Mm -hmm. and like just bringing it back to staying focused on me instead of getting all wrapped up in what else is out there and what these people are advocating for. And, Oh, should I try it? Should I jump, jump on this train now? Maybe I need to switch up this. No, I'm just needing to tune it all out, refocus in on me. And I mean, it's so funny because we have these podcast episodes where you talk about listening to your body Mm -hmm. and, you know, not let, letting yourself stay in a slump and all this. And it's like, well, then why am I here right now? But it's just because it takes practice. Yeah. Right? Like you have to keep bringing yourself back to all these messages. Yeah, definitely. And we're far from perfect, which is cool that we even have this podcast because we can discuss with our, you know, between each other and our listeners right. about these struggles that we're having. So we're all in it together. Do not worry. <laughs> Same thing's happening to us. Wait, a note on that. I watched the Paris Hilton documentary (laughs) because, okay, disclaimer, I had surgery a few weeks ago and I like had, you know, a lot of downtime. Mm -hmm. So so people were talking about it and I got around to watching it and wow. It's good. Something that she said on there. I mean, I don't want to say it's good or bad. Like it is what it is. It's entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Like if you have, I mean, I don't think I would recommend it to anybody, but Mm -hmm. whatever. Something she said on there that blew my mind was how much screen time she has with her phone. I don't even know. I I want to say it was like, oh my God, like 18 hours. Because she has a hard time sleeping because she's like always traveling and stuff. Okay. It's like 18 or so hours. And please don't quote me on that. I'm saying or so. Like it was some crazy number per day. That makes me feel better about mine. Which Okay. I mean, right. It could yeah. because it's like, okay, well, I'm not 18 hours, but it, it's just, that's an extreme example or an extreme case of everything we're doing where she's just like on autopilot using her phone because she's basically escaping her like reality. Mm-hmm. And she's, I mean, I'm not going to talk about her anymore. I'm talking about like me when I use social media, I'm literally tuning out of my world. And it's not because I don't like my world. It's just that social media is easy and it's, I feel like I started using it for inspiration. Mm, Same. It's, I also use it for inspiration, but then sometimes I get too caught up in watching people do things that I don't do it. Like I look at their ideas and I think they're so cool, but then I'm not executing them, you Ah, know? So it just becomes like a, your life becomes like a Tumblr board. Yeah, exactly. Which I'm definitely steering away from. And I feel like we have been doing a good job. With of what? actually executing things oh, that yeah. inspire us. So that's great. But again, I feel like back on shutting out the external noise thing and tapping into social media, sometimes I do use social media or a lot of the time as like a clutch or a crutch. Crutch. Yeah, a crutch because I want something maybe more exciting than what's going on in my regular life yeah but then that's sad no it it is sad but then it's also just the reality and it's not that I don't like my life it's just sometimes I want something that is more More entertaining yeah more stimulating that's the right word yeah I get that 
And again, like not just, I mean, I don't want this episode to be about how bad social media is, but it's more so like, I think I've noticed that I have started to slip into being influenced by social media. I'm buying things that I'm being targeted for when it comes to ads. We were and, just talking about this today that yeah. I bought some shampoo set or whatever because they targeted me on Instagram and I was sold. I looked at their website. It was beautiful, aesthetically pleasing. I'm in. Got it. Yeah. And I almost bought these like vitamins that basically promised to wipe all my problems away <laughs> when yeah, it comes to hell yeah. PCOS health. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that I didn't. And so that's kind of where I'm headed now on my path of this whole thing is I'm playing a game with myself now. Mm. I am seeing how often I do not buy it. Like I am proud of myself if I do not buy what I'm being targeted for because, you know, if you've watched the documentary on, is it Netflix, the social dilemma or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like earth shattering news to a lot of us who are aware of how algorithms work Mm -hmm. and how target marketing works. Like I used to do that you know, as a part of my job, like target market people. So I understand how it works. And to me, I mean, it's not evil. Like it's not evil to target market people, but what I don't like is feeling like they got me like, ah, Mm -hmm. yeah, you Mm -hmm. knew because I am this demographic and, you know, I'm on the internet looking at this specific time at certain hours. Yeah, exactly. There I am. And Mm -hmm. you got me. I just paid you 50 bucks for shampoo and conditioner and a scalp cleanse. Yes. I did the same thing. And here's the thing. The is that I bought that shampoo and conditioner and scalp cleanse uh, two and a half weeks, three weeks prior Uh to Madison being targeted for it and buying it. So we're like both being targeted and we're both succumbing to it. And okay, let's break this down. It's not a bad thing to buy shampoo and conditioner. I was out of shampoo and conditioner. I didn't like what I was using. I was ready to switch it up. So Mm. in that moment, I was glad for that ad. I'm like, you know what? Let's try this. Yeah. And I also want to like up my hair health and my scalp game, you know? I feel like I neglect my scalp and this specific company is all about scalp health. Yes. So, but then it like okay, so in this specific instance it was great. Yeah. But then let's boil it down into how many times am I being targeted? Like I, <laughs> there's a brand I bought from uh it's like an online retailer. And I bought these shoes and Mm. I returned them to this retailer. Like I bought these shoes because I was targeted for them. I got them. I didn't like them. I returned them. I'm still to this day being targeted for these shoes. I'm like, I already returned these. Like hit me with something different if you want this ad to be effective. But it's funny because how many ads am I going to be shown that I'm going to buy into? Or how many, you know, I I see so-and-so like, you know, on my explore page advertising this skincare or this like fitness program or whatever. And I'm like, Ooh, that looks interesting. And I like spend 20 minutes researching this thing that I either a buy into or B decide, no, I am not uninterested. And then I move on. Right. It's, it's just at what point do we stop kind of accepting those things that we're being targeted for and buying into them when, you know, at what point are we just going to be satisfied with what we're doing, kind of stick to what we're doing and see how that's going to go for us. Like, why do we all, it brings it back to the point we were talking about earlier of why we kind of always want something that is different than what we have now. We're always looking for that next big thing. 
Always. Always. Which and isn't necessarily bad. No. No. But. But there's boundaries. There's limits to it. Like, because you can get into such a negative headspace where you feel like you don't have enough and you're not doing enough. And that's toxic. Yeah. And speaking on that point is another thing that Tess wanted and I wanted to touch on is why that makes the wellness industry so intimidating is because we're being shown all these things that are supposed to be quote unquote healthy. And it's just too much. It's too much information. There's all these things contradicting each other. Where do we go from here? Like, I mean, I even think about it with, I would have been researching a lot about like my PCOS, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm running out of my supplements and not to say that they don't work, but I'm kind of just sick of how many supplements I'm having to take on a daily basis. Like I'm grossed out by like a handful of pills. So I'm looking for alternatives and I'm researching and there's so much out there on what is the right approach. Mm -hmm. And it's seriously overwhelming to the point where I just was like, okay, I'm done doing my research for the day. I'm turning this off. I'm watching Seinfeld. Mm. I have to move on because I I don't even know what's right anymore. Right. Because a lot of the information contradicts itself. I'm seeing that these supplements work amazing for it. And then, oh, but so do these. And they're different. Right. Where do you go? Yeah. And we were even talking about this on our walk earlier is that we are trying so many things and we feel like we're almost being we're pushing towards some resistance and we're not really getting what we want, you know? So at what point, it's just, we have to ask ourselves if we keep going on what, like the path that we're doing right now, or do we want to keep introducing new things, which kind of just makes it maybe more confusing. Maybe it's all about being patient. And like sticking to one thing at a Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. And then, okay. Like if we keep bringing it back to like, if I can talk more about what I'm dealing with. So, okay. So I'm running out of my supplements. I need to figure that out. But then also I was told to like, try a different diet, like cut out gluten. Okay. But how long do I cut out gluten for? And like, how do I know if it's really working? Is it the supplements that I'm taking that are working? Is it my, my new skincare line that I'm using? Is it the lack of gluten? Like how am I going to be able to tell Mm -hmm. what's working because I'm trying so many new things at the same time? Right. I'm never going to be able to figure it out. Right. And on top of that, you're being saturated. You're listening to all this external noise. It's telling you what's right for you and you just don't know. Yeah. So then it's almost, yes, focus on you, but maybe don't go too deep into that, you know? Does that make sense? It's like, to me, it's like stay fo- what stay focused on you means is not necessarily sit there and dwell on your your life, your body, your you know skin health, mm-hmm. gut health, all that. More so, put your blinders on to all the external noise that you're getting, and figure out like, okay, I'm just I'm just going to commit to sticking to this mm-hmm. for a bit, you know. Give it your own timeline on things and then see if that works for you. And then then at that point in time, you make the decision, okay, is this working? Do I want to continue trying it or am I moving on? But all of this indecisiveness is coming from we're not putting our blinders on. We're being pushed all of these ads and this social influence and all of it. And then we are sitting here going, okay, well, I've been trying this new skincare line for like three weeks now and I I don't know if I see results and maybe I should try. No, 
commit. No, <laughs> just commit. It's, I'm telling myself, I'm telling myself this right now. I'm literally yelling at myself. Just you have to hear it. Yeah. And it's almost like we have too many options when you go to a new restaurant, let's say, and they have five pages of dinner items to order and you just see the cheesecake factory yeah because there's (laughs) exactly it's literally it's so overwhelming but that's sort of (laughs) kind of how the world is we have so many options and it's just about choosing one but it makes for like it makes us indecisive because there's just so much to choose from and i don't know it's just where do we go we just got to pick one lane stay in it for a bit see how it pans out and if not all right choosing something else yeah i think that we have so much fun treating our lives like an experiment and like we're guinea pigs mm-hmm. of, oh, wow, I want to try that now. And maybe what happens if I cut out this or what happens if I add this? Like, let's try celery juice, this, this. Okay. It's fun and exciting to like experiment with your body mm-hmm. and, you know, your lifestyle. But at what point do you draw the line and say, okay, now we're trying too much. We're getting out of hand. It's, it's basically consuming. Yeah, I guess it just... It's individual, for sure. Exactly, and it comes down to just... I don't know, I always think about when I go too off the mark and I'm allowing all of the influences that whatever get into my head influence me. I think about it coming back home to myself always. Like I'm usually focused on myself and my loved ones, but I need to shut out the bullshit and focus on the things that I know make me feel good. You know, I feel it's always comes down to the simple things, really. Always. I'm trying to even think, like I just started going off in my mind of, we have seriously grown up in this whole age. Like this, like if you are, you know, 26 Mm -hmm. or around that age, you can identify with that. We have grown up with this. Like I had a MySpace at how old? And again, I'm not trying to like always bring it back to social media, but it does play such a role in how we see what else is out there Mm -hmm. and how we feel like we need to have those things. Right. It's like the grass is always greener, but totally. No, it's not. It's not. No, that's not always the case. Honestly, it rarely is the case. Yeah. Yeah. You get there and you're like, oh, mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, this wasn't as good as I thought. Okay. I'm going to tiptoe back to where I was at before. (laughs) Yeah. It's just all so overwhelming. And I feel like this conversation or at times I was feeling like it was going in circles almost, but then I also feel like it is very beneficial because we're kind of talking through our stuff and hopefully, you know, listeners, all of you can relate to this in some way. I mean, how could you not? Yeah. We all spend more time than we should on social media and getting influence from people that we know in real life. Mm -hmm. And it's very convoluted because you don't know if you're doing the right thing. Right. Or if they're doing the right thing and what you should try and what you should avoid. And there's just so much Mm -hmm. that, it, like you said, it makes you indecisive. Yeah. Or you decide on giving it a shot, but then you don't stick with it long enough. So then you never even know if it pans out for mm-hmm. you. I think just we all need to take like a big breath in. And then as we breathe out, we just need to realize, put those blinders on. Totally focus on you. 
allow yourself the space to do that. I am talking to myself and to you. <laughs> and we need to slow the hell down because I want it now, 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 now. And I want more. You always. Can't. You I can't know. have either. I know. Crazy times. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Makes you think about a lot. That's the one thing that is good about the state of the world in a way is that we have had so much time to think. To reevaluate things. Yeah. But then also I think it's made a lot of people fucking kooky. Totally. Oh my Same. God. You guys some are, some of you out there, you're running amok. You need to chill. <laughs> you need to chill. <laughs> we left our own chill. devices and we're going crazy. Yeah. I've seen a lot of hate out there and I'm like, wow. And that's another thing. You need to shut that shit out. Yeah. You do because it's really bad for your brain mm -hmm. and really bad for your mental and emotional state. Yeah. If you are playing into it, you're not doing yourself any service. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that you have fallen down that hole, but time to climb out. Climb out. So we're focusing on ourselves, bringing it back, you know, <laughs> full moment, full circle. It's like Madison's really good at pulling like the Seinfeld thing. What, what, what do I call that? Like a Seinfeld move where we'll say something and then. Like 30 minutes later, she's able to, to loop like, it back yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, I know. You always say that, which I'm so glad. Maybe I've watched Seinfeld too much. Lucky Such you. a wholesome show. I know. I've, I'm now on my third round watching it all the way through. Oh, my God. I have to start. It's just so good. And for anyone who likes it, thank you for being as weird as we are because it it's is weird. So, okay. It is the strangest humor. So many people just don't like it. They don't get it. I don't get how anyone could not like it or not get it. That's because we're in our own minds and we are basically <laughs> like, feeding off each other. We just love it. Uh, watch Seinfeld. It's so Stay off good. social media. Yeah. Stay focused on yourself and your beautiful mm -hmm. little life, even if it's not going as smoothly as it could. Yeah. Try to shut out the external noise that isn't making you feel good. And stop buying so much shit on Instagram. Yeah. And, and gonna really scream this to myself all the time every day is stop comparing where you are at with where other people are at currently because that is just it's just no good for anyone that's a slippery slope if i've ever seen one yeah and and maybe sometimes a little comparison is good i would say because it kind of lights a fire under my ass and allows me to have more motivation at times but then sometimes i feel like it can seriously hinder my progress and kind of make me stay at like a standstill and yeah, you get stagnant because then you feel like well, well i don't know i'm i'm not there how am i going to get there like exactly. the mountain seems too big to climb exactly. so you don't even try mm -hmm. yeah that's and then when i'm at that place i just tell myself to snap out of it <laughs> get over yourself and do it damn right yeah okay well, <laughs> the same time okay okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right friends talk to you later talk to you later great is that your favorite i almost now? said talk soon <laughs> it's hard to pick a favorite thanks okay, for bye. listening <laughs>